Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10-9 Central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. WTOP every 10 minutes on the 8th. We track the storm so you know how to prepare. WTOP News. Facts matter. The Thursday morning, February 15th. Time now on WTOP 258. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks 24-7. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everybody. New accident working in uh, Prince George's County, called out by Prince George's County Police. It's in the area of Surratt's Road and Beverly Avenue in Prince George's County. Watch out for responding units in Fairfax County. There is a new work zone. It's on Columbia Pike, Virginia 244 at or near Virginia 7, the Leesburg Pike. This is traffic engineering operations. On the eastbound side, the right lane and the right shoulder alternating mobile closures. On the westbound side, just the right shoulder is a is a mobile Mobile closure. Also in Virginia and Loudoun County, Virginia 7, the Leesburg Pike, about six miles west of Percival, you're going to find that the traffic engineering, the left lane, right lane, are alternating closures in both directions. Beltway out of Lupin, Virginia, south of US 50, road widening operations. Right lane is closed on the inner loop after the Dulles Toll Road. The left lane gets by the road work. Not seeing any delays in Virginia, even with these work zones. And everything is clear in Maryland on the Beltway. No Active incidents, accidents, or delays of any kind. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. A cold start, but at least a quiet start to this Thursday. Temperatures a little lower than yesterday, 25 to 32 degrees. Meanwhile, your afternoon temperature will be at 50 with clouds increasing and a chance for some sprinkles late. Hey, Friday late midnight to 7 a.m. Saturday, a chance for about one to three inches of snowfall. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we're at 33 at the wharf, 33 Oxen Hill, 27 Sterling, 34 in our nation's capital at 259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. On a Thursday morning, February 15th, welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up, one person dead, 22 hurt in a shooting after the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory celebration. A number of kids are being treated. Stay with WTOP for continuing coverage. The gunman who shot three police officers ends his siege in Southeast. I'm Dick Uliano. This is a complex deal. An inside look at how much work lies ahead on the Alexandria Arena plan. I'm Nick Ainelli. The partnership helping this local school district fill teaching jobs. I'm Scott Gelman. Gains across the board on Wall Street Wednesday midweek. Asian stocks mainly higher. Good morning. It's 3 o'clock. 
This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. A new... One person has been shot and killed, and at least 20 people, some of them children, were wounded at a Super Bowl parade in Kansas City, Missouri. Here's KCTV reporter Neil Jones. The victory celebration turned violent. Gunfire. Screams. As a horrifying reality set fans, including families, running for their lives. You can see first responders giving CPR and fans being loaded onto stretchers. I hear down, 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 everybody down. 800 law enforcement officers were on site, many running toward the gunfire, taking two armed suspects into custody. Joaquin Oliver, Elena Petty, Meadow. Wednesday morning, schools in Broward County, Florida, remembered the 17 lives taken on Valentine's Day six years ago in a mass shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland. Another private American company is taking a shot at the moon. SpaceX's Falcon rocket blasted off this morning from Kennedy Space Center in Florida, loaded with a lunar lander from Intuitive Machines. Three, two, one, ignition, and liftoff. Go, SpaceX. Go IM-1 and the Odysseus Lunar Lander. The week-long trip will culminate in a touchdown attempt next week. If that works out, it would be the first U.S. moon landing in more than 50 years. Research finds drivers with vehicles that have reverse automatic emergency braking should use them only for support. AAA's Greg Brannon says it looked at various simulated collisions, including one with a simulated child behind the test vehicle and... We did see some activation of the brakes uh, in about three-quarters of the test runs, but it only prevented a collision in 50% of the test runs. AAA also checked the performance of the reverse automatic braking systems with rear cross-traffic migration and says they prevented collisions 2.5% of the time. AAA says the system should be used to support safe driving. Allison Keyes, CBS News. Valentine's Day is particularly special when you spend it in the City of Lights, Paris. I think Valentine's and Eiffel Tower is a dream of every girl. And being on Valentine's Day here is absolutely so wonderful. I cannot put in words. It's amazing. Turns out in the U.S., we wait till the last minute Valentine's Day at Walmart. About 75% of its sales happen on February 13th and 14th. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Former pro football offensive tackle Mitch Schwartz knows for a guy, buying jewelry is a daunting task at most stores, but not if you go to Diamonds Direct. It's very simple and very easy process for a guy to go in there and not be overwhelmed. Mitch found Diamonds Direct and has been back many times buying jewelry for his wife, Brooke, and he's never felt any pressure. They're going to educate you about what you're looking for, what the diamonds are, how the process works. At Diamonds Direct, we respect both you and your budget. I think everyone's kind of searching for value you don't want to be taken advantage of, and Diamonds Direct is leading in that regard. You're going to feel really comfortable there. You're going to have a good time. You're going to find something that looks amazing and that you're going to get the best value for it. So if you're worried about getting sweaty palms when you walk into a jewelry store, relax. Take Mitch's advice and enjoy the experience at Diamonds Direct. We have definitely recommended Diamonds Direct to friends, other teammates. Everyone else who has been through there has had as awesome an experience as we have. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get directions, showroom hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. WTOP at 304. 
Thursday morning, February 15th. Welcome into WTOP. Partly mostly cloudy as we head through this Thursday. Late day stray shower possible. 48 to 53, Veronica says, will be the high. We're at 34 now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your early 3 a.m. hour Thursday morning ride. We begin the ride this morning with a day-long standoff that began with a gunman shooting three officers here at home. It ended peacefully Wednesday night. Police say members of the emergency response team successfully negotiated the gunman's surrender from a home in the 5,000 block of Hannah Place Southeast. Police say the siege began around 7.30 in the morning when the man fired shots, striking three officers who were there to serve an arrest warrant on charges of animal cruelty. Police identify the man as 46-year-old Julius James of Southeast. He's been charged with animal cruelty, and more charges are likely following the assault on the officers. A fourth police officer was injured at the scene. Police say all officers are in stable condition and expected to recover. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. This is Kate Ryan. The Humane Rescue Alliance issued a statement saying their field services director was on scene when three D.C. police officers were shot. In its statement, the HRA said its staff member was not injured. HRA has an animal protection enforcement department that, according to its website, investigates more than 1,800 complaints of animal cruelty each year. There are five full-time humane law enforcement officers who respond to calls 24-7. HRA says it can't give any further details because the case is part of a larger investigation with the Metropolitan Police Department, but will share more information when it can. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 3.05. There's a very long and uncertain road ahead for the plan to move the Caps and Wiz to a new arena in Alexandria. WTOP this morning gets an inside look now at the next steps from a member of the Alexandria City Council. Nick Ionelli has that. We're concerned with the impact that there's going to be potentially on the surrounding housing market. That's one of the many questions Alexandria City Council members have as they consider the arena plan and watch to see if it's going to pass in Virginia's General Assembly. If it does pass, the plan would then need to get the green light from the City Council. Council member Kanek Agura tells WTOP he and his colleagues would want to ensure that the plan includes adequate funding in Alexandria for affordable housing and transportation improvements. If it does pass in Richmond, we still have to go through our process here in Alexandria, which we're still looking at easily six to eight months of public engagement. We're still at the very beginning of this entire process. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 307. In the midst of a teacher shortage locally, Prince William County Public Schools are getting a little extra cash to help fill some of those vacancies these days. WTOP Scott Gelman tells us it's part of a program bringing college students into the classroom these days while they're finishing school at the same time. We're losing a whole generation of future teachers by not thinking differently. So Virginia State Superintendent Lisa Coons is taking steps to change that. Here at Leesylvania Elementary, she announced the $350,000 grant that will let Prince William County support up to 25 teacher apprentices. It's a partnership with VCU that pays students to teach and covers their tuition. This program is amazing. It gives these apprentices the opportunity to get that work experience. Third grade teacher Leah Moore is mentoring Amani Gray. Gray was a teaching assistant for nine years and cost was a barrier to becoming a full-time teacher. It's very important that the students see that there is someone who is caring about them. In Woodbridge, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. And I got Thursday morning, February 15th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. You're with 
WTOP. Van Dean Lane. The time now is 3.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Driving good weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, it's 3.08. Good Thursday morning to Ken Berger with us in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everybody. The uh, investigation that was uh, because of that incident on Hannah Place near Benning Road, all those roadways have reopened. However, ongoing police investigation shuts down the northbound lanes of North Capitol Street between Q Street and Randolph Street. Also, R Street is shut down between North Capitol Street and Lincoln Road because of the ongoing police activity. Had a work zone northbound 95 of Virginia near Lorton Road that was surveying work. That has ended the right lane and the right shoulder now open. However, southbound 95 south of the Dale Boulevard, you're going to find that the right lane and right shoulder remain blocked because of the road work. And the new work zone in Arlington affects Columbia Pike near Virginia 7, the Leesburg Pike. This is traffic engineering. On the eastbound side, the right lane and right shoulder are alternating mobile closures. Westbound side, it's just the mobile closure along the far right shoulder. Not seeing any delays. The work zone US 50 east of the Beltway that was traffic, traffic engineering operations in Virginia. That has ended. Beltway uh, loop south of US 50. The road widening operation still in effect with the right lane blocked and the inner loop after the toll road left lane getting by that work zone. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's President's Day sale and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. A cold start but at least a quiet start to this Thursday. Temperatures a little lower than yesterday 25 to 32 degrees meanwhile your afternoon temperature will be at 50 with clouds increasing and a chance for some sprinkles late hey friday late midnight to 7 a.m saturday a chance for about one to three inches of snowfall i'm seven news chief meteorologist veronica johnson in the first alert weather center right now we are looking at 30 degrees in springfield 28 farragut square 26 laurel you're waking up to 34 degrees in our nation's capital brought to you this early morning by long fence save 25 percent on long fence, decks, pavers, and fences, six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. It's 310. On WTOP, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. Let's check in now with Jeff Claybaugh. PNC Bank will open 100 new bank branches, including 12 new branches in the D.C. area. The district is losing a big corporate headquarters. Real estate firm CoStar is moving its headquarters and hundreds of jobs to Roslyn. It also just bought a high-rise on Wilson Boulevard. Smoothie Chain South Block is opening locations in Fairfax City, Chantilly, D.C.'s West End, and in Concourse D at Dulles Airport. The Dow gained 152 points Wednesday. Jeff Claywell, WTOP News. And checking overseas this early morning, Asian stocks finished mixed. The Nikkei was up by 455 points. The Kospi was down 7 the Hang Seng was up 77 points. The Shanghai up 36. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 311 on WTOP. Hi, this is Scott Trout of Cordell & Cordell. If you're a dad who's facing divorce, there are extra layers of stress that may include stereotypes and assumptions. No two situations are the same. Our legal experience and dedication prepare us for whatever legal challenges we face together. You need a partner you can count on. For more than 30 years, Cordell & Cordell has represented men in divorce. Offices in Fairfax, Virginia and Frederick, Maryland. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's attorneys. Online at CordellCordell.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. This is WTOP News. 
particular line and special counsel Robert Hur's report out recently on President Biden's handling of classified documents has become a famous focus point for the president right now as he defends himself before reporters this week. I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, wasn't any of their damn business. But it seems now that two people familiar with hers nearly five-hour interview of the president say that question was never really asked. This morning, NBC News Justice and Intelligence correspondent Ken Delanian, who broke the story, joins us to go in-depth on these new developments and what this is all about. Reasonable people can disagree about whether it was appropriate for the special counsel to cite Mr. Biden's alleged memory lapse about the date of his son's death in the report as an example of his faltering memory. But one thing that sources familiar with the interview are telling me is that Rob Herr, the special counsel, did not bring it up first, did not ask the question, which is the impression you got from that clip you played of, of the president saying, when I was asked, I thought it was none of their business. He was never asked, according to the sources I'm speaking to. It came up organically. Uh, Mr. Biden brought it up because he was talking about the period when he was working after he left the vice presidency in a rented home in Virginia with a ghostwriter working on a memoir about the death of his son. And that's when he was recorded on tape saying, I found all the classified stuff downstairs. And Mr. Hur was trying to figure out what was going on there and whether a crime had been committed, whether Biden willfully kept classified materials. Ultimately, he decided that there was no crime. But part of his reasoning for not bringing charges, he said, was Mr. Biden's failing memory. And he used his inability to remember the date of his son's death as an example. And what I'm told is this wasn't just a, a matter of a slip of a date or something. There was legitimate confusion on Mr. Biden's part about the sequence of events as he was trying to remember what happened? Bo Biden died in 2015. He was in the Virginia House between 2016 and 2018. And so the White House seized on this because they knew a lot of people would be angry about Mr. Hur uh, injecting his son's death into this special counsel's report. And they've been using it to attack the special counsel. And some people believe they've been using it to distract from some significant findings in the Hur report. So my question now is, who brought it up? Is that really a key key point here? The, the fact that it was included, but it's still important to know that it, it was the president who brought it up and not something that the prosecutors introduced into the conversation. I, I think it's only important because President Biden gave the public the impression that the special counsel was quizzing him on the date of his son's death, which a lot of people struck a lot of people as, as unfair. In fact, Eric Holder, the former attorney general, was on television the other day saying, why was he asking that question? What did that have to do with classified documents? That's a fair question, but that's not what happened. And that's why I wanted to get to the bottom of that with this reporting. Do you think that based on your, your new reporting, it changes the perception of how gratuitous this report was, if at all? You know, because as you know, that's a central question here. It should have been uh, just the facts, ma'am, kind of report, or, or maybe her was in the right to include some of this, this texture, shall we say? Yeah, I think that's going to be an ongoing debate. I've heard lawyers, former prosecutors on both sides of this. Some say the memo that her was writing was a confidential memo to the attorney general, which was designed to explain why he wasn't bringing charges. And as part of that, 
He had to include the salient facts about Mr. Biden's, what he viewed as faulty memory. Other people say, no, it was gratuitous. He should have known it was going to be made public. It wasn't hers decision to make it public. It was Merrick Garland's decision. And he's done that with every special counsel report. In fact, every special counsel and independent counsel report going back to the 70s has been made public. It's a, it's a weird situation because normally the Justice Department doesn't talk about the conduct of people it doesn't charge, doesn't impugn people who don't have a chance to defend themselves, except in the case of these special counsel reports. Some people think that's unfair, but that's the system. Those are the rules. That is NBC News Justice and Intelligence Correspondent Ken Delanian on WTOP in a conversation with our Dimitri Simmons. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following on WTOP. This early Thursday morning, the man accused of shooting three police officers serving a warrant locally in Southeast D.C. Wednesday morning surrenders after a nearly 13-hour standoff with police. One person is dead, several children and adults wounded this morning, this after a shooting that followed the Chiefs Super Bowl celebration in Missouri on Wednesday. And special counsel Jack Smith has a new request of the Supreme Court in the D.C. Trump trial. We'll go over that with you more in just minutes. You are listening to one. 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. How much is that dog in the window? A new tool to assess man's best friend. I'm Cooper Lawrence, health and wellness expert, and this is all well and good. We've all heard those stories about the puppy who flunked out of seeing eye dog school or the bomb-sniffing dog who bombed in their training. Well, a new AI program is helping to evaluate the pups before they even get to school. This new AI tool can assess qualities like, will this dog chase birds or be afraid of strangers or exhibit any other kind of unpredictable and unwanted behavior? It can also predict a dog's personality and what may suit him better. But the biggest application will be to reduce the number of companion dogs dogs being brought back to shelters for not being compatible. I'm Cooper Lawrence, and this is all well and good. Coming up after traffic and weather this half hour Thursday on WTOP. A joyful Valentine's Day for couples marrying at D.C. Superior Court. I'm Dick Iuliano. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. It is Thursday morning, February 15th. Thanks for joining us. It's 382 to Ken Berger first in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Got an accident reported out in Fairfax County. This affects Westbound 66 at Virginia 123 exit 60. This accident takes away the westbound center lane and the right lane along with the far right shoulder. Traffic getting back to the left without difficulty with no delays. Uh, there are also multiple work zones going on at 66, including at the Roosevelt Bridge. You're going to find the westbound left lane blocked because of bridge deck repair work. And then eastbound 66, just west of Northwest Moreland Street in Falls Church. That's exit 68A, guardrail repair going on. The right lane is blocked. Westbound 66 between US 29, the Roslyn Tunnel and Spout Run Parkway. Right lane is getting by the sound barrier work. Then westbound 66 west of Nutley Street in Vienna, or westbound left lane is blocked. And then westbound 66 just to the east of US 50 in Fairfax. That was road widening operations. You had three lanes to the right blocked. However, that road work has been cleared. Eastbound 66 
66 west of US 15 in Haymarket. More guard, uh, guard, more guard rail repair with the eastbound left lane blocked. Also on the Beltway in Virginia, got a couple of work zones still going on, including the Ad Loop south of US 50 for road widening operations. The right lane is closed on the inner loop after the Dulles Toll Road. It's the left lane getting by the work zone. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Cold start here early this morning. We're down into the 20s to lower 30s across the area. Skies mainly clearing, at least from lighter winds. Later today, the wind will start picking up again, this time out of the southwest, and slightly higher temperatures between 48 and 53 degrees. Could have a sprinkle, too, late day with this next weather maker fast-moving. That'll be between 5 and 7 p.m., a little sprinkle chance. And then clouds, again, increasing for Friday with a chance of snow showers overnight. Could get between 1 and 3 inches Friday night to Saturday morning. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're waking up this very early 3 a.m. hour with us here at WTLP Thursday morning, February 15th to 28 degrees in Tyson's 26, Waldorf 33, LaFont Plaza. We've dropped a few. We're down to 31 in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around on WTLP by Linda Plummer Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Linda Plummer Heating and Air. WTLP at 320. Good morning. There's nothing that brings out our emotions like winter weather. I love when the trees are glistening, covered in ice. I love making snow angels. I love when it's over. I want it to be over. Even if you're not a fan of the ice and snow, you'll feel better prepared with WTOP's weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We're here for you all winter. The temperatures are really going to drop today. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Transparency and trust makes buying a car in Fitzgerald, Subaru, Gaithersburg, and Rockville a great experience. It all begins with a low price in writing posted on the window of every car. There's no haggling to get the low price or to know the monthly payment. It's all right there on the window. No haggle, no hassle. Fitzgerald Subaru in Gaithersburg and Rockville. Call 888-FITZMALL today. During the Subaru, a lot to love event. Transparency you can trust. That's the Fitzway. February 15th, welcome in this early Thursday morning. Thanks for starting your day with us here at WTOP at 322. You're listening to WTOP News. This Thursday morning on WTOP, a man and two women were found dead in a northeast D.C. home. Happened last night, Wednesday night. Police say this morning they were found at a home located on J Street after officers received a call for a welfare check. A uh, concerned citizen called. Uh, they wanted to check on the welfare of the individuals that were inside. And that's what we did. That was Assistant Chief Ramey Kyle with D.C. Police. When officers arrived, they say they found the front door of the home was slightly open. Police are investigating this morning. Prince William County Police have released new info this week about the suspect who carried out a deadly stabbing at a trade school locally in Manassas. Happened on Tuesday. Officers shot 26-year-old Philip Austin Brandt after spotting him, they say, outside the school building with a knife. Brandt is accused this morning of walking into a classroom at the school and stabbing two students. 23-year-old Elijah Safadi of Manassas died. Another 
another student is in the hospital this morning in critical condition. Police say they still do not know what led to that attack. The investigation goes on. Two protesters dumped red powder this week on the case around the U.S. Constitution and the National Archives building happened on Wednesday. The incident happened around 2.30 in the afternoon yesterday. Security officials evacuated that building, arresting the two protesters. Video of the incident shows two men covered in powder chanting about clean air, water, food, and livable climate before being arrested. Officials with the National Archives say this morning there was no damage to the Constitution itself. The building is expected to be open later today, this Thursday. Cupid's arrow found its mark this Valentine's Day. A dozen couples were married in civil ceremonies Wednesday, yesterday at D.C. Superior Court. Anthony and Sasha looked glamorous on their wedding day. He in black tie, she in a full-sleeve, knee-length white dress with a lace veil covering her head. Both conceded a slight case of the nerves. A little nervous. Definitely a little nervous. (laughs) Yes. As a court officer presided, the couple beamed. And later, Sasha talked of the future. I guess we're just ready to start our lives and just move forward.